0: Hey listeners, I'm Adam,
1: and I'm Daniel, and this is the Avocado Advocates Show, where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help you most effectively promote the vegan movement.
0: Alright guys, so thanks for joining us again. Uh, For today's topic, we're going to talk about uh, whether or not people need to go fully vegan, or whether reducing is enough.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, even as an uh, activist, you get this a lot. People saying uh, fully vegan is extreme or you're in like an extremist or you're taking it too far if you're uh, 100% either way. Um, so good also to know for yourself, but also if you are fully vegan, um, how to explain to people and um, how to give them the right idea.
0: Right. And I guess the reason it, it seems extreme to people is first of all, it's, you eat at least three times a day. And you're, if you're not vegan and you're not familiar with veganism, you're probably eating either meat or dairy or eggs at every single meal or close to it. So it feels like an extreme shift. And then also because it's a, it's around diet, like, some people for health reasons they'll cut out like they'll try to reduce the amount of dessert or like yeah or like junk food carbs that they eat.
1: carbs is a big one but that people
0: right but even me yeah. and you like we eat healthy but like we'd probably mm-hmm. say it's extreme to never eat like i don't know about you like never eat a processed like never eat processed foods again. yeah you know what i mean so yeah, yeah but I think once the mindset changes from, like, it's it's not... Like, if it's just about the health aspect, then maybe it is extreme to, to do it for every single meal. Yeah. But yeah. if it's about the animal welfare aspect too, then, like, we don't consider it extreme not to ever harm humans. Yeah.
1: Well, it's important to note that the only way to fully or not fully eliminate, but reduce as much as practically possible the amount of suffering um, that you pay for in your life, that you support, is to go fully vegan. There's no other way to be sure that you're doing the best you can. Otherwise, you could be always doing better, right, if you're eating some meals with animal products in it. Like, what's the justifiable amount of suffering, right? Right. And, um, yeah, I think, obviously, I think we can both agree less is better than more. But, yeah, at the end of the day, like I said, if your goal is to reduce the amount of suffering in your life, then at least take that into consideration. There's no really other way to do it other than going fully vegan.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I guess it's just, it's, it's complicated. We've talked about in the past how, I don't know, both both of us went vegan for health reasons, and then the, the animal aspect, uh... Like we kind of discovered it along the, yeah. journey, along the journey and yeah. I don't know, we're guessing that's common for a lot of people and yeah. I don't know, that makes it more difficult when you're talking to someone, it might seem crazy for them to switch their diet like immediately, I don't
1: know. Yeah, and I mean especially like I think most people, unless you're a true believer of like some like keto diet or like no carb a carnivore diet or, like, something crazy like that, I think most people can agree that reducing animal product consumption is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but I think also at the same time, a lot of people that say that don't necessarily know why or the maybe one or two reasons why but not um, the full picture. And uh, it's also more rare for people to be looking at the, uh, like, animal welfare aspect before actually, like, dipping their toes into the vegan, whatever, media or whatever news source.
0: Yeah. I guess one way to respond to people is just to say, some people might feel the need to do it overnight, but for others, it it takes time, and, and you slowly swap out meals, right?
1: Yeah. And, I mean, for those who would be scared, or not necessarily scared, but would feel nervous doing a full switch, Um, I would definitely encourage someone to reduce and to cut down their animal intake consumption rather than telling them, no, the only way to do it is veganism, like, it's like vegan or nothing, Uh, I think that's a bad mindset. And I think a lot of people feel that way about veganism too, not necessarily vegans, but people that aren't vegan, like, um, it's like if... If you have that, like, I guess, vegan status, people feel like if you have one animal product, you're, like, out of the club, and that's not really how it works. Uh, Like I said before, the premises of veganism is just to reduce the amount of suffering as much as practically possible, and if in your stage in your life as much as practically possible is, like, 98%, then that's definitely a good step forward, and, um, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe for
0: any, like, non-vegans listening, we can talk to our personal story of of how we kind of transitioned our diets yeah uh like for me probably like i was eating everything
1: yeah i was just gonna say what was your diet like before like
0: yeah um i was in this like phase where i was like really focused on like self improvement and stuff like that so i was trying to eat healthier to begin with Um, yeah and that's part of the reason i watched um what was it called what the hell? yeah that was part of the reason I watched yeah. health in the first place so at the mm-hmm. time like I don't know like my diet I I meal prepped most meals and it would probably be like a pasta or a stir fry as like the as the main lunch or dinner with like chicken like yeah chicken breast. Um, yeah
1: I uh, think that's that's common for most people too like the general like healthy meal for any anyone that's active or anybody in general that's trying to be healthy is like uh, chicken and broccoli or, like, uh, salmon and asparagus, right? Like, there's always a, a meat source there, even when most people think about, like, what a healthy meal is.
0: Right. So in terms of the transition to veganism, that probably took me, like, a couple months. The first first step was I, I said, okay, I can do without this chicken. I'll swap it for, like, tofu. Yeah. So that was pretty easy. And then, like, I didn't really drink much milk to begin with so that wasn't too bad um in terms of dairy like i definitely consumed like a decent amount of cheese like if i went out and had pizza or whatever it may be so that kind of came later anyways like the vegan transition took a couple months but in terms of the health transition like i've been vegan for just over a year now and like just like for whatever reason just uh, through veganism, like I've been a lot more conscious, and I've like done a lot more research into what I'm eating, and like over the past like however many months, like I've started cutting out oils and other things that
1: yeah yeah
0: like it's been like a humble kind of like a night no, like a, a nice kind of surprise that through veganism I've discovered like a lot more about health like and healthy eating
1: yeah yeah for sure and I think also like on that note um, most people and I think I've said this before too, think they know what a healthy diet is, so they don't really care to look further into it or to research more, whatever your type of research may be, whether it's like YouTube or whatever, right? Um, But yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't feel the necessity to do those kinds of things, to look deeper into it because they feel although they already have the answer. Um, Obviously, that's not the right mindset, I think in anything you should go into an open mind. But yeah, I mean, my transition was pretty much similar to yours. Um, For those that haven't listened to the previous episodes, I'm a judo athlete, so I train uh, usually twice a day, sometimes once a day. And it started out for me, uh, like you said, for health, but mainly because I wanted to not be limiting myself with my diet. So first, like, it kind of opened my mind when – I was at a training camp in Montreal, and someone said to me, um, when you eat good, you feel good, right? And we were training, and we were eating, like, shit, like, McDonald's, pizza, cause, like, whatever, we were, like, younger, I was, like, 15 at the time, and we would have two trainings a day and be exhausted and eat, like, pizza and just, like, disgusting food. And, like, that kind of resonated with me. I was like, yeah, like, that makes sense. Like, you are what you eat. If you eat good food, like, that makes sense. You'll feel good. And, like, I'm an athlete. Obviously, I want to feel the best I can. I want to be the best version of myself possible. So, yeah, I started to be more interested in health. For a while, that was just honestly eating, like, more meat, more what I thought was, like, lean meat, like, kind of typical what everybody kind of does when they think about a healthy diet, or most people. Yeah. And then yeah same thing as you so i watched what the health uh with my girlfriend which was vegetarian at the time and that was really eye-opening like never thought those things were true and didn't necessarily believe them at the time either so i started to look a lot more it was like a gateway drug almost right it was like it didn't do anything to me or it did very little to me but it opened me up to doing more research and opening my mind more and obviously through that through youtube through lots of different like media sources and doing my own research on like um, different like resource uh, uh research resources excuse me and yeah i mean just swapping things out like it, i think people forget that uh going vegan doesn't have to be hard you could eat essentially the exact same things that you eat on a meat-based diet just like the veganized version and a lot of people think that's harder to do than it actually is. But yeah, I mean, dairy wasn't that much of a problem. I was already drinking almond milk, so that was kind of easy. Yeah, I ate tons of cheeses. But at the end of the day, I still ate, like, I like to eat whole foods. So when I made the transition, I feel like a lot of people today that make the transition feel the need to buy, like, vegan burgers and vegan hot dogs and, like, vegan junk food to feel like they're not really missing out on anything. Uh, Honestly, I didn't have that at all. I opened my mind to the health aspect, like we said, and it was kind of, it was gradual, but once I went vegan, it was instant in the sense that I ate almost entirely whole foods. Um, And yeah, I never really had those cravings. I was like vegetarian for a short while, pescatarian for a very short while, and then vegan, I think my transition from heavy meat-based diet to veganism was about month, month and a half, so.
0: Yeah. The beauty of it is that the whole foods, which are the healthiest, are the cheapest. Yeah. So, like you said, you have the options to get veganized versions of everything, um, but, like, those are more expensive. Um, yeah. In general— And I would say—sorry,
1: yeah. I was just going to say, um, like, touching back on the topic of If it's okay to be, like, full vegan or not. I feel like a big reason why people would struggle making that transition from maybe uh, 95% veganism to 100% is the fear of losing out on their favorite foods. And, yeah, I mean, you just got to experiment with, like, different recipes, different ingredients, and almost literally everything can be veganized. Like, I saw a video for vegan ribs the other day, like, how to make vegan ribs, so... (laughs) Yeah, literally yeah. anything.
0: Part of it is you do need to have the mindset that um, what you're doing is uh, healthier for you, better for yeah. the animals, better for 100%. the planet. 100 And that yeah. helps with the transition because even though it honestly does taste as good like a lot of the veganized foods, because it's unfamiliar to you, it's going to taste a little different to start. So you need that yeah. as a little bit of an extra push. But then it'll just become so easy and you'll you'll enjoy it just as much or even more.
1: You yeah very true no and also and everything yeah I've heard people tell me before or like if the topic of veganism comes up or whatever they know that I'm vegan they'll tell me yeah I've tried like vegetarianism before I tried veganism before one of my friends today told me yeah like I've tried vegetarianism before but like it's not for me and like it doesn't work for me like I can't do that but I think there's a huge huge difference that um like separates those who change their diet because they feel like they need to versus those who uh, learn the type of benefits it could possibly have and actually want to, right? So I feel like a lot of people do it because they feel like they've been told this and they've been told that and um, they've been told that it's better or they've been told that they'll feel better or whatever it may be, but they don't know the true reasons as to why it's healthier, like the root cause of diabetes or the root cause of like all these diseases that we're suffering from today and... um, yeah. I mean, so the point you're like making a,
0: is like wanting to actually do it yourself versus yeah, doing it for other reasons.
1: Exactly. Like fe- feeling like you need to do it almost like out of necessity.
0: Yep. And that's, and I think that, that makes it how both of us felt when we did it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the only way you could do it sustainably. I mean, out of necessity, you could do it maybe a couple months. Like, uh, I don't see it going much further than that because you won't be enjoying yourself, right? You won't be like, you won't be understanding that what you're doing to yourself is so beneficial, and when you don't understand that, like what's the reason to do it in the first place, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so okay, going back to the point of whether you need to be vegan entirely, there might be a lot of people listening that, like they they get that that there's animal cruelty and and that it's not healthy, but they've just been do they've just been eating this for so many years and it's just really difficult. So I guess the best advice is. Um, Every little thing you do does make a difference. So if you switch from yeah. regular milk to almond milk, you're preventing a lot of cruelty in the dairy industry.
1: Yeah, and, that's a huge difference.
0: And yeah, you, it doesn't have to be all or nothing at once. If it is, great. But it really doesn't need to. Like every little step helps. Like it yeah. counts and it makes a difference.
1: Yeah, for sure. And also, uh, not only in reducing uh, like the suffering, but if you're making a switch, like for example, like what you used, uh, milk to almond milk. So you're not only reducing the demand for like um cow agriculture and we talked about that in the last episode so no need to go over it again but you're obviously reducing the funding for that you're going to reduce the suffering but in addition you're also increasing the demand for plant-based products and you're helping push forward the positive vegan movement right of less suffering for animals and more plant-based alternatives, right? And the more we buy these plant-based alternatives, the more the industries are going to take note. I have a helicopter flying over me now. <laughs> That's okay. That's but um yeah, the more the industries are going to take note. Oh god, this is so loud. Let That's it pass, okay. give me a second.
0: I can I can go in the meantime, but um you were saying yeah, the more the more people the more people transition, the more industries. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, the more options and I, are in everything. Exactly, and I think a lot of people will say that it's a, a convenience thing for them. Like on every corner, you have a KFC or a McDonald's or like whatever it may be that serves pretty much only like meat-based options.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, exclusively, right? And yeah, so like I said, the more we fund those plant-based options, the more the industries will take note, and the more uh, supply we're going to have. So the more vegan businesses and whatever. And we saw this with the A&W plant-based burger, right? Like, it's sold out everywhere. Yep. So, yeah, growing the vegan movement.
0: Talking a little bit more to, like, how I transitioned, I started off before, like, I felt like I didn't want to be an inconvenience to, like, friends and family when I went over to the house for dinner. Me too. What I did is I said, okay, let me see if I can do this at home on my own first. So I started off by making a, like, personal commitment to just buy vegan products at home. And when I went out, I would still eat whatever, meat or dairy or whatever it was, until I was sure that I could do this, and it's yeah. something I cared about enough or whatever. And that was my approach. It, it might not be for everyone, but um, that's how I went about it.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I kind of forgot, but I actually did the exact same thing. So, yeah, like you said, I would just eat uh, exclusively vegan at home. And when I went out, I would eat whatever and then obviously once you do that it becomes a lot easier to understand that it's not that much of an inconvenience especially if you're not somebody that eats out as often like personally I don't and it's also something good to touch on like I think if you do if you are somebody that goes out to eat every whatever few times a week um it becomes harder to maintain a hundred percent vegan while going out to these places because Although a lot of the time they will have vegan options, um, there will be times where they don't. And, uh, like I think a couple of things is that, first of all, um, I don't think you should be going out to eat like five times a week. I don't think that's healthy and I don't think that's like, even if it's a social thing, I don't think that's something that's necessary for even like social interactions, right? Yeah. If your friends are going out five times a week for dinner, like I don't think, um, that's the right thing to be doing in the first place. But yeah. So at the same time, um, if you're going out a lot, it is harder. And I think we can both agree that it is harder to, uh, be vegan, but at the same time it's possible and it's doable. And even if you are going out to eat, uh, at least hopefully, your friends are understanding ones yeah. and they could take your opinion or um, your preference rather into consideration when making these decisions. Like personally, even for me last week, um, kind of pissed me off because my friends were going out to uh, dinner. They asked me if I wanted to come. I said, yeah, sure, of course. And then they sent me the place because I wanted to see the menu and I look and it's like, it's an Italian place and it's like exclusively cheeses and meats. Yeah, And um, I just... Personally, I mean, everybody's different, but I just personally didn't want to be in a place like that. Right. So I just told them I wasn't coming and like that was that. But yeah, so I think when it comes to eating out, there's a lot of different variables, but um, it's, it's doable in almost any circumstance. And at the end of the day, when you look at it from the animal's point of view, which is, I think, the most important thing to do, uh, it becomes your inconvenience becomes so minuscule when you look at the bigger bigger picture, right?
0: Yeah, very well said. Yeah. Like if you if you go out somewhere and even if you're somewhere and you can't eat for one meal, but if you yeah. have that mind, first of all, that rarely happens where you'll go to a restaurant and there won't be any options or you go to someone's house and they won't have a, like a basic salad or something. But if yeah. it does happen, I think having that mindset and knowing that the inconvenience of missing a meal and being a little bit hungry yeah. and having to wait a couple hours Um, and, and knowing that it's for, for like an important reason, yeah, I think that'll like get you through it. No problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it makes it easy. It makes it like you, like I said before, like you want to do it, not like, oh shit, I'm vegan. Like I can't eat this. Like, no, I'm vegan. So I don't want to eat this. Like it's not, it's not as much of an inconvenience for me. Right. Right. Um,
0: what else on this topic? Um, I don't think... Let's talk like, about maybe... Let's talk about uh, aside from food, like products that you buy and stuff. Cause okay. Because I'm definitely not uh, vegan. I don't know how to describe this, but I'm not as... as uh, I don't spend as much effort into all the products I buy as a lot of other vegans do.
1: Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And maybe it, it probably will be something that I slowly do over time. Like when I first went vegan, like, I probably would have bought, like, a shoe with leather, um, I'm at the point now where, like, I wouldn't do that, and I'm caught, like, I'm aware of that, but, like, I know people take it to different degrees, and because it's, it's a difficult thing, because pretty much, there's, there's just so many products that are either test, like, testing on animals is, like, a big thing, and, like, that's pretty tough to avoid. Yeah. My mindset as of now is, like do – and I think what veganism should be is do the best you can to reduce yep. animal suffering based on what you know and what's what you're comfortable with. Um, so I yeah. probably should do more research into some of the products I'm buying and, and, and how they're being tested on animals and stuff like that. But like you do what you can and just continue – I think it's about having the mindset of continuing to improve and do research and have an understanding – of, like, what's going on in these industries and knowing that, like, ignorance is not bliss when it comes to these things, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. And also, it's, like, it's difficult because there are so many products that you would never thought, you would never think um, are tested on animals or have animal products in them. Like, well, this one's kind of silly. I think most people know, but even me, I didn't even know that gelatin was an animal product. I just thought it was, like... Like I didn't even know what I thought it was, but like, yeah, I mean, like Jello, right? Well,
0: they're they're um, given these names, right? Like the average child, yeah, exactly. If you exactly. ask them what veal is, they might not even know. They won't be able to tell you it's a baby uh, cat. Yeah, I didn't. I,
1: I had no idea until like fairly recently, like the last portion of my of my life, yeah, or, like I the be, last.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people like don't don't know
1: yeah yeah like like you said we put all these names on these things to make it's like dissociate it from the animal but yeah like uh what i was getting to those like shampoos like so many shampoos are tested on animals and like um obviously like beauty products and to be vegan in that sense you really have to do your research know which uh companies are cruelty free and make a list of them so that when you order the supermarket you can i mean pick and choose right and personally like you said like I'm not the best in this aspect. My mom usually does like the uh, toiletries shopping, I guess. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I still live with my parents. So, yeah, it's a little harder for me. Although, at the same time, even if you are living with someone else, it's, it's not really, in my eyes, it's like even less of an inconvenience to just pick a different soap than it is to pick a different food, right? Like, do you really care if your soap was made or tested with animal products? I think most people wouldn't. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean.
0: Yeah, the testing on animal thing, like, I think,
1: like, even vegans,
0: like, they, like, most, like, probably don't, I don't know, like, most don't think about what that means. Honestly, I don't really know exactly what that means. Just through having this conversation, I'm just thinking about it more and trying to put yeah. myself in their shoes, and it probably means that, like, it would be, like, us being forced against our will to have stuff tested on us that, yeah. like, I'm sure a lot of... Harms their skin. Being, yeah, it depends what's being yeah. tested. Like, shampoo, it might just be harming their skin, giving them ra- rashes and different things like that. But there's yeah. other things that could be a lot more harmful when it comes to, like, medications that could, that could yeah. kill them and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And that's where it gets, like, more questionable. And there's, I guess there's, like, we could probably have a whole debate about like whether that's okay yeah we
1: should we should definitely have an episode on that like um, aside from the food completely just uh, like products yeah Um, like
0: there's some that are completely unnecessary unnecessary. I think we would agree like you don't need to get like a leather whatever you don't need to get a leather product like there are easy alternatives yeah Yeah, Um,
1: synthetic is everywhere right now
0: right but there's there's some stuff that's more difficult I'd say like in terms of um, like, health and, like, research and advancements, like, yeah. we're trying to cure diseases and stuff like that, like, whether or not it it's okay to test yeah. them on animals as opposed to humans, like, that one's, like, more of a fair debate, I'd say.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should definitely have an episode on that, I don't think, like, I shouldn't get too in-depth no, cool to uh, in depth that, that right yeah, now, I'm yeah, for now. Yeah, we'll leave it. Um, but I w- what I was going to say is that, uh, for me, and pro- I'm sure for you as well, When we went vegan, our house was filled with animal products. Yeah. Uh, Like, the food is not as much of a problem because whatever you eat it and you throw it out. Yeah. And then you buy vegan products, so it replaces it. But, like, I have – I still have, like, jackets and um, probably – I don't know if I even have any leather shoes, but, like, I might. Or, like, a leather belt or something. I
0: have a leather belt. I wear it every day. I'm My mindset – like, some people wouldn't be okay with that. I'm still at the point where, like – I understand yeah. like the harm that went into it, but it was bought before
1: Exactly vegan
0: and uh, there's like throwing it out, I don't to me it doesn't make sense.
1: It it makes no difference, exactly. So, um, me too, I understand people that go vegan, let's say they go vegan for ethical reasons, which a lot of people do, and then they can't like you even say, wanna see it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It makes
1: them uncomfortable, like having it on their plate makes them uncomfortable whether it's food or um, putting a jacket filled with down or uh, like feathers in it makes them feel uncomfortable like you're you're covered in pretty much dead animals right yeah and i understand how can how that can make people uncomfortable and in that case i would say sell it rather than throw it out because if you throw it out someone is going to go probably buy it from a store and then increase the demand for that product the supply will increase What yada 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 yeah but um yeah if you do have those products which i do and you do and you already have them and then you go vegan whether you wear them or not will make absolutely no difference so that's that's more of a personal choice
0: yeah another another cool topic that we could do for a different episode is like like our views on like vegans who I don't know I don't think many vegans do this but like views on pretty much like not wanting to be around people when they're eating meat or stuff like that like you gave the example yeah. like that one wasn't as big a deal it was more like you had the option to go to dinner and you didn't but like for instance yeah. gary yourofsky who's like a vegan activist most people listening are going to be aware of him like i, I watched in a video like he had a personal rule that like he just won't like he's not comfortable or he's not willing to sit down with someone and have a meal with them if they're eating like and animals, yeah. right And like, I guess we won't get into it now. But like, that makes things obviously very difficult with like relationships with family friends. So that'd be one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, good for a good good for another episode. And uh, yeah, just it honestly just depends on the things you value more, right? Like, if you truly accept, and I won't go into it (laughs) that deep again. But like, yeah, I mean, if you truly accept it, then uh, like the ethical point, I mean then it's obviously difficult for a lot of people to sit with someone eating like an animal-based product. Even me too, it might make me uncomfortable from time to time. But, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it'd be interesting. Like, we'll, we'll go into it more. But, like, for instance, if me and you, like, if we said to our parents hypothetically, like, look, we don't, like, I don't want to sit down with you if you're eating this. Like, I don't know how that would go.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not very well.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, we should write those down. Definitely do another episode on those
0: cool all right
1: uh yeah anything else you want to touch up on or
0: um last i kind of i know we're going to go into this in a different episode but like i i don't know i've been yeah, yeah. on that note just because the, like the one of the things i struggle with veganism and and talking to people about it is like anyone if you said to someone who wasn't vegan like like, I don't want to sit down with you if you're eating meat. Like, what they're going to probably say in response is it's my choice. It's my personal choice.
1: And yeah, and they're going to call you a pussy too.
0: Right. And that's, like, that's the tough thing about veganism yeah. is is non-vegans don't see – they see it as a personal choice where vegans see it as it's yeah. not a personal choice because there's another being involved, right?
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's a whole different perspective, right? I mean, me and you obviously I understand firsthand and anybody else that – went vegan, anything other than from birth will understand that it's like a whole new view that you adopt and it's almost, not exactly, but almost as though everything you learned before is like, um, no longer existent when it comes to like animal products, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's like, if you're talking to somebody that's not vegan or hasn't, um, like thought about it that much, it's going to be very challenging and that's just something you have to understand.
0: Yeah. Like, I know for a fact, like, there's no way my mom would sit down and have dinner with someone who was eating, like, dog or, like, yeah, like a golden... Yeah, that's funny. Like, I, I, there's I, no way she would sit <laughs> down with them.
1: I actually asked your mom that same question because I was sitting, uh, having food at my house or something, and my brother was saying... Uh, Oh yeah, like vegans are fine. And, like he says whatever he wants, so he yeah. doesn't give a shit. But he's like, yeah, vegans are fine. But it pisses me off when they try to tell you what to do. Right. And I was like, okay, like first of all, no one's ever telling you what to do. Like I never told you what to do. But let's say let's say they did. Let's say some vegans did tell you what to do. If someone was eating a dog burger next to you, would yeah. you be okay with that and not do anything? And he's like, I'd be like disgusted, but I just get up and walk away. I wouldn't tell them what to do and your mom was there and your mom's actually kind of reasonable right yeah. so i asked her i was like listen like i know you love dogs <laughs> like she, she she loves her dog right yeah yeah she's a and dog. i was like like if someone was eating a dog yeah. burger next to you would you just get up and walk away or would you tell them that they're fucking disgusting and like <laughs> like spit in their face and like she's like yeah i would definitely say something to them like there's no chance that i wouldn't and i was like yeah i mean when you put it when you put it into into a context
0: Sorry, you cut off there. Uh, <laughs> I think we lost you. Maybe we'll end. We we're gonna end the episode anyways. But you're gonna say when you put it into the context, um, yeah, when you put it into the context of like an animal that they care about, it's different. Anyways, <laughs> we lost. We lost Daniel. We'll yeah. wrap it up here. Oh, you're
1: back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, you cut out for a little bit, but I'm back.
0: Okay. Anyways, we can we can wrap it yeah. up
1: here. Yeah.
0: Um. Thanks everyone for listening. It was it was like a fun. Fun conversation,
1: yeah, very good one.
0: All right, we'll talk soon. Until next time. Yeah, we got a few few other episodes, uh, like that came out of this one.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. See See you. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Thanks again for tuning into the Avocado Advocate Show, where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help you most effectively promote the vegan movement. If you like this episode, please leave us a rating on iTunes so more people like you can discover us. If not, we'd love for you to help us make this show better by leaving us feedback using the link in the episode description. You'll also find a link there where you can vote on the topic for next week's episode. Thanks, and see you next time.